today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Codden and today I'm joined by my favourite lawyer, Derek Kaufman. I mean, it's not a stiff competition. I'm beating Harvey and Jason. So I hope <laughs> I'm your favourite, but go on. <laughs> yeah. We have some interesting legal stories today, so I need your brilliant mind. Uh, we're going to talk about Nina Agdal, that is Logan Paul's fiance. Well, she is suing Logan Paul's opponent in an upcoming fight. His name is Dylan Dennis because he keeps posting sexual trolls about her. So I need you to discuss that with me. We're also going to talk about Al Pacino. Well, his girlfriend, Noor Al Thala, she has filed for legal custody of their three-month-old son, Roman. This is despite the fact that they're still together. They're still a happy couple, but she still wants legal custody. And usually filing legal documents sounds like bad news, but maybe not. Maybe not. But to begin with, massive breaking news. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, this divorce is getting messy. So Joe has been on a big I'm a good guy, I'm a good dad campaign. Well, now we're hearing from Sophie. And Sophie is saying that I was going through postpartum depression for months and months after the birth of their second kid. And that is why I didn't want to go out in public. I didn't want to go out to events with Joe. And was Joe supportive? No. Joe was trying to force her, cajole her, encourage her maybe is the nicest interpretation to go out go to these events, be photographed in public, but she was feeling insecure both emotionally and physically as well. She, she didn't like the way she looked and she didn't want to go out. And so we've heard these reports that she was partying too much. Well, it seems like it might be the oppos opposite. That Joe wanted a party. Yes. Now, wait, so this is a massive development because as you said, Joe has set the narrative to this point completely. We did the huge story yesterday about he might have heard something on a ring camera or seen something on a ring camera making people think she was maybe unfaithful or something. He's out there with the kids playing doting dad. He yes. was out in public on a patio on Ventura Boulevard eating with his kids, which is such a show display of parenting he's setting the narrative he set the narrative he's on stage hugging his brother so everyone is set up to think joe's a good guy and this party girl gone wrong yes. he just wants to be a, a stay-at-home dad and have a calm life now sophie has finally spoken up and it's changed completely for me because completely. sophie is saying look and, and and you've thought this for a while you said maybe joe is so boring that sophie's not a party girl she's just normal and she's saying look i'm even the opposite i'm i'm less party than joe because when i had the postpartum depression which is a serious thing you go through women after mm. they have their first child can sometimes get very low said i didn't want to go out and joe was pushing me put on a happy face let's go to this event let's go to that event we're big celebrities and maybe she wasn't ready and she wanted to stay home in her pajamas and yes. shuffle around until she got comfortable I do have a, a one pushback. What? Here's what so this sounds like spin in this sense. Joe Jonas, when you have a wife who is sad and in the dumps, maybe it's not the best thing that she mopes around the house and wallows in it. And maybe he was trying to gently encourage her to break out of her funk because it's not healthy for her. Well, I mean, the reports are that uh he was able to convince her to come out to one event and they were her talking. She didn't want to be there. So he he basically put her at this event that yeah. she didn't want to be at. Then um, there was another event that came up uh, weeks later where Joe went solo and was complaining about the fact that Sophie didn't come with him. Now, I think when your wife is going through something that is very personal to her and personal to women, 
You know what I mean? For a man and a husband to try to sort of like speed up the recovery in some way, uh, I think is probably not the best idea. I'm not a professional. She was probably getting right. some professional help too, I, I imagine. And that would be key. Look, they're a very rich celebrity couple. So maybe she had professional intervention by a doctor who said, the key here is to break out of this. And Joe, you need to encourage her to get out of maybe. the house, take a shower. If that's the case, then... Maybe Joe's right, but I agree with you. Patience is key. You know, this is a process to get through postpartum depression. It's a very confusing time in in, in some women's life, and yes. they are figuring it out, and rushing that process is not helpful. It could often harm you. If, if, if you go out and the paparazzi take shots and say nasty things about your body when you're feeling self-conscious about your body, that's going to hurt your progress. Yeah, these, these were events with other celebrities looking all glamorous. She wasn't feeling glamorous. She was feeling down in the dumps, and... I just think that we have kind of Twitter has vilified Sophie Turner because she's the party mum. She's not a good mum, and it's kind of sexist too. Like oh, the mum, sure. the mum should be home with the kids. And and why is the dad being the dad of the year? You know, and, you're just being a dad, you know. Yeah. Why is he getting heroes like sort of treatment? But but like we hadn't heard from her. All we'd heard about or seen is. Um, weeks ago, her partying and drinking at like a rap party for something she was shooting. And that was the evidence that like bad mom, bad wife, she's the bad one. Well, now I think that maybe she's been going through something and, 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 if you want to blow off steam by having a few drinks, that's allowed too. That doesn't make you a bad person. The truth is we we set these narratives. The media sort of puts out the side of the story that's first and that sort of sinks into the public's mind. And then the other side comes out and you start to believe that. And the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Yes. Probably Joe is a little bit more of a homebody and probably Sophie is a little bit more social now yes. and she's sort of recovered from her postpartum. And somewhere in the middle, there's the truth that these two people are duking it out. But the rush to judgment on either side, I don't think Joe is necessarily a bad guy who rushed her. And I don't think she was a bad mom who was partying, right? I mean, this is the way it's sort of set up that we want these two adversaries, but it's just not working out. It's clearly not working out. Remember, this is purity ring Joe. Yeah. You know, the Jonas Brothers are the purity ring brothers. That's kind of how part of the reason they got famous. because we brand. We were scratching our heads. That's a pretty, I mean, in my opinion, it's kind of lame. You know, he's a, he, he may be a lame sort of guy. There you was know? always, the, then he tried to be cool though. He's like cake by the ocean, which is like doing it on the beach. <laughs> right. But it always seemed a little false, right? It always seemed like, dude, you just had a purity ring on. Now you're all of a sudden doing it on the, but on the beach. She's I don't cool think as so. hell. She's Game of Thrones. She's yep. British. She's red hair. She likes to drink. She's the cool one. The, and There's so, also the age difference, right? He's 34. She's 27 now. And she has two kids. And she might have opened her eyes and said, I'm still quite young. I'm I, in my 20s. What am I doing with two kids? And she just sort of wants to party a little bit more. You know, she hasn't settled in. You hit 30. Wasn't it a big moment to be like, oh, I'm going to calm down. Yes. I'm I'm just chill out. I've definitely calmed down in my 30s that I think a, a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people sure. do. And so she may she, not be ready to. She, but also we're saying party girl, party girl. She went out for drinks. She likes to have a drink and a wine sometimes. Don't most people? And she's sure. young and hot and, you know, cool. Of course, She should be allowed to do that without sort of judgment from people saying that makes you a bad mum. Yes. And one thing I know is Joe was out front. This I will say. Joe was out front in setting the tone of what this divorce was going to look like. He got his story out there first about the ring camera. He got his story out there first about uh, photos. You know, he was doting uh, a doting parent while she was off 
cavorting about. So this is sort of her response. And I, I think this breeds nastiness, right? Mm. When you set the narrative of I'm the boring guy and I just want to be home with the kids, she has to respond because she could have played it where she's quiet the entire time. And we kind of thought she might because he had a few days of runway, but eventually she was just like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, this is getting spun out of proportion. Here's what really happened. And now it's just, now you have a war, right? Right. Now right. you have a I back mean, and forth. We're covering a lot of messy divorces right now. And this one may be the messiest. Yep. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. On to our next story. Nina Agdal, very famous yep. model, very good looking model. Uh, she is suing Dylan Dennis, like an influencer guy, uh, who's about to have a huge fight next month with... Nina's fiance, Logan Paul. Uh, and so she's suing Dylan Dennis because I don't know how much you've been paying attention on Twitter. A lot. This guy has been incessantly posting trolls, which, I mean, you do on a lead up to a fight to get more attention on, but the trolls have been of an explicitly sexual nature um, about Nina. To a, to an extent that, you know, some of them, look, there's some humor in it when it starts happening, fight promotion, the the initial few were like, wow, I can't believe he's going after Nina. It's gross. It, what, what, so what are they? They're, they're... So the nature of them is Logan Paul is now engaged to Nina Agdahl. Mm -hmm. Nina Agdahl has been famous for quite some time. She's a celebrity in her own right, and she's had past relationships, and she's a model. So she has many sort of photos and things out in the world. What Dylan Dennis is doing is basically slut shaming her, mm. uh, you know, and saying and and at first he sent out an intimate picture. That's what this lawsuit is about. But he's also just done sort of nasty things. He's put uh, superimposed her picture on a train uh, yeah. as a sexual provocative oh. sort of thing to say, like, everyone has boarded this train. Oh, it's wow. pretty gross. Yeah. If you follow it, uh, there, was it's like incessant. A, there was a deep fake sort of thing where they it was a video of some girl giving a guy oral sex. Yes. And, and, and he made it seem like it was her you know it's since come out it wasn't her but he's just this full court press to rattle logan paul and it's working it's working look he's out trolling the biggest trolls that we right. have the paul brothers rarely can be topped right but dylan danis is doing doing quite a number so she filed now now this has become a legal issue and i do have some questions for you i'll explain the lawsuit she filed dylan danis and said you've released intimate photos of me that is a violation of federal law there is. is an actual statute that you cannot publicly disclose intimate photos without the consent of uh, of the person who's, right. whose intimates are shown. So she's suing and she's saying this is a pretty clear case. He posted it. He then reposted it so that it could maximize the number of views. He's doing these nasty things. He has said publicly that he's worried about getting in trouble. So she says he knows it's wrong mm. to do and that he could get in trouble. 
this is a it's a seems like a good lawsuit. It seems like Dylan Dennis should sort of maybe pump the brakes and try to figure this out. But she has now sued. She also filed for a TRO to try to get him to stop because once these things are out, um, you know, it's hard to put that genie right. back in the bottle. And she, she, w- said, she wants 150k per violation, at least, at least. And Nina Agdal is saying, how many? So there's violate. She said that there's over 250. Like violations. Now, not all of them are intimate. Not all are intimate. So, so she could get violations for the disclosure of the of the intimate ones that okay. were maybe in her Snapchat. But still, it could add up to a lot of money. And the hundred fifty thousand is the baseline. She says at least that much. That would be a statutory amount. But she might say this has hurt my brand to the tune of millions of dollars, mm. and she could sue for actual damages. So potentially a big problem for Dylan Danis. Now he doesn't seem to be stopping. He seems to be going full bore. Which raises this question for me, and you are the ultimate skeptic, so I uh, wanted your views. I know what you're going to say. Is this using the legal system? Is Logan, our Logan, Jake, Nina, in on this to promote the fight? Yes, that was my question. Are we being played? I am asking you, so you have to answer it. I think... What do you think? I think when it comes to girls and sexual stuff, and Logan would hate this. I, I don't think there's any way Logan would sign off on you saying these things and posting these things about my fiance. So I, from that standpoint, no, I don't think it's possible, but they're promoting a big fight next month. And you know, who's going to watch the fight now? Me. Yep. So many more people, so many more people because of that. Now, you know, they really hate each other. Now, you know, Logan really wants to kill this guy. And because in my mind, like the, the Paul brothers are like villains to me. Like I, I, I don't, a lot of people love them these days. I'm I haven't come around. Like I, I still think they're just, they're the trolls. And so for someone to out troll the biggest troll, it almost makes me back them. But the Oh, s- interesting. Cause I think what Dylan is doing is pretty gross. I agree it's pretty with that. beyond the pale. What he's doing. I mean, this is the type of taunting you would see maybe decades ago when slut shaming was like something yes. that was maybe sort of part of, uh, you know, popular discourse and maybe sort of more accept, not, it was never acceptable, but something that people did. Yes. Now this is reading particularly gross. Oh, it, it's really, really gross. Um, but, but it, it's good for the fight. And so it's good for Logan's, you know, pocketbook in the yeah. end of the day. Good for Dylan Dennis. More people are going to watch. Will Nina Agdal be there at the fight? I think she will absolutely be there. She wants to see her, her fiance beat this guy's face in. Now there's a risk that Dylan Dennis is a good fighter, right? You, you know more about the fight game than I do, but he's not a nobody, right? No, he's a guy who might just beat in Logan's face. And then, wow, she's, she's been dragged through the mud and she has to watch her fiance sort of embarrassed. So there's a high risk. I think she'll definitely be there. This I, is such an interesting story. And yeah, I mean, we seem to ask every day, like are these reality stars or influencers playing us? And for this one, like, I kind of don't mind as much because I'm still into it either way. Like, yeah. It's crazy. And I don't mean to clutch my pearls, I, but I do hate if you've abused the legal system. Like, <laughs> of course you do, lawyer. <laughs> as a lawyer, I don't want to see you marching to court for TROs and filing lawsuits if you're not really behind it. That's, that's not what the justice really system is. It really, that, that would really, that's, a, that's in my craw. <laughs> in your craw? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you put in your craw. It's like a, something in my craw as an expression. Like a crawfish? I should have known what the expression was before <laughs> I tried it. <laughs> On to our final story. Al Pacino's girlfriend has filed for legal custody of their three-month-old son, Roman. Now, this was crazy news yesterday because that would lead you to believe that these two are separating just after the birth of their child. Yes. But then they clapped back this morning saying, no, we're not separating. We're In together. fact, we're still together. 
So my question to you is, why would someone in a happy, healthy relationship file for legal custody of their child? I think this is a great question. Here's what I think is going on. They're saying we're together. She's filing all this stuff. One of the things she filed was a declaration of parentage. Okay. Al Pacino is 83 years old Mm -hmm. and they are not married. So it's not obvious that they had a child in wedlock. They're just boyfriend and girlfriend. She wanted to establish because she has a very old boyfriend who may pass away. I love Al, but like he's he's (laughs) probably going to go before her. He will. He will pass away someday. And she wants a public record where Al has checked a box saying, I am the parent of this kid because they clearly have some sort of financial arrangement. She also is saying I should have full custody. She's 29 years old. She's more capable of Mm. caring for a child. I don't think that's even nastiness, but she wants that all on record. And so they've checked all these boxes. It doesn't have to be nastiness. Sometimes it's just to establish the baseline of what's going on. Al Pacino is the father of this kid. I'm going to have full custody of the kid. And they probably have a private financial arrangement because it's not nasty. Now, if Al stops paying her or or she doesn't get enough money, then it could get nasty. Then she'll go into court and say, he's admitted to being the father. I have full custody. He must pay this amount. But as long as things are amicable like they are, I think this is just to establish that here's the baseline. Usually legal sort of stuff and paperwork like this means like bad stuff. But you're just saying it just means because he's old. Um, I buy it. I buy it here because they they, look, we see them out. They they go out for celebratory dinners. Didn't he want a DNA test? back when the kid was born? He did. He so, did. I, I, and I think that part of those stories are also motivating this because now he's voluntarily declared like, hey, Al, uh, you know, she requested, uh, she attached a voluntary declaration of parentage, which means Al has voluntarily declared in an affidavit that I'm the parent of the Having child. had to take a DNA test perhaps, months ago. Perhaps, but uh, now it's, but now he's, he's like, okay, I accept the results. That told 99.9%. Yeah. Maybe cool. it's like an inheritance thing. Like I want some of the money when you die. Yeah, that'll also help. It, it is, it is, look, you can do all of this privately. You can say like in a will that is never filed, I'm the parent of this kid. It's my offspring and he gets all my stuff. But when you have it in a public document, it means that Al can't later sort of change Real any of that. Or his, or his other family members can't try to like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. public record. She's turning 30 later this year. I yes. wonder if he's like planning some big 30th blowout for her. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. They, even though it's a strange couple, I will have to say 83 and 29, that's quite a that's, that's quite what? an age gap because, uh, you know, he was born when? In the 40s? 50s? A long, long time yeah. ago. And she was born in the like late 80s. Yeah, or or no, 90s. I'm 90s, sorry. In the, in the 90s. The... Good Lord. That's a, that's, a, that's a generation divide. Now, before we go, can you give me your best Al Pacino impression when he finds out <laughs> she's filed for legal custody? Can you, <laughs> can you, can you give me I don't, old, old Al? Like, 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 like hoo that's a, that's a good looking baby. <laughs> oh, wow. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Wow, Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Is that Al? That's Al, okay, man. That's Al go. from Scarface. All right. Thank you, On Derek. that note and you embarrassing me, always in the final segment, you're like, hey, could you do something really embarrassing <laughs> yeah. that'll live forever on a podcast? Go for it. Well, I appreciate you playing ball. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> and thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you here tomorrow. See you.